When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. What's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Every morning, 9.45 a.m., it's live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Not sure if we're having problems on the Instagram live today. You guys uh, catching me? As I'm looking down, I'm realizing there might be just a little bit of an issue. Sometimes, here's the thing. I apologize that I'm late. I absolutely 1,000% apologize, but... Uh, as I walked downstairs, I then realized, oh shit, we have not set up the studio again because I had broken down everything on Friday afternoon and, oh, Tara, you can see me. All right, good. All right. Maybe some of you guys know what's up. Uh, I can't see me. I'll try to restart it then. I was over the weekend on Friday, brought all my equipment over for my daughter's, uh, former gymnastics squad, her club. To be able to use my equipment so that, <clears throat> excuse me, so that they could uh, uh, do announcements at their yearly gymnastics meet. As I've said many, many, many times before, this shit is not that hard. My daughter used to go to this gymnastics club. She does not anymore. But when people ask, just accommodate. Doesn't have to be difficult. Doesn't have to be hard. Doesn't have to be a thing. You don't need to get money. <laughs> I did it every single year for how many years? And when they were like, hey, by the way, since you're not technically with the club anymore, we still would love to have you come on. And, you know, we'll pay you to be the guy who still does all the MC events. And I was like, I, that's, I appreciate the offer. I'm glad you think that highly of me. Most people do not. However, I'm going to be out of town that weekend and I'm not going to be able to make it. So... I said, but you guys are more than welcome to use whatever equipment that you need. I set everything up. I came back there Saturday morning. I got the new announcer, that dude, off and running. And on the drive to Michigan on Saturday, I was just having the thought about, man, why does everything have to be such a big deal for people? Why does there have to be a conversation about like, well, you know, I'm a little busy that day or I kind of got this going on or, you know, I mean, I could, but, you know, I mean, I am going to have to kind of get some sort of compensation for it. You don't. You don't. Just be nice. Help people out. Fuck, dude. It really is not that difficult. So, yeah. Uh, we had a great time, though, on Saturday night all the way up in the UP. I have never been to the uh, Upper Peninsula of Michigan before. First time ever making my way there. And let me tell you, man, the UP... She's A-OK. A-OK. Loved it. Beautiful. We had 10 inches of snow while we were up there. The people are great. The beers were delicious. I, I don't know what else to say other than we had a blast, and I'm glad we were there. <laughs> I mean, we uh, we rolled into town like nine minutes before the storm hit, and 
As soon as we got like to the hotel and got set up, I walked across the street to a brewery and watched the Badgers game. And I was thinking, the place was hopping. And I was like, that's right. These people live in 30 inches of snow year-round almost. So they have, they have no problem with it. They'll, they'll, they'll pack the house tonight. Great show, man. Fun people. Dude, place was hopping on, uh, on Saturday night. And then uh, drove back yesterday, got back into town just in time. What a crazy-ass day of football that was. If anybody, obviously, even if you're not a football fan, it transcended last night. That that crazy-ass Minnesota Vikings game. There are people who watch that team specifically just to see what kind of weird-ass antics that team pulls off. I've never seen a team with more chaotic, crazy, horseshoe-up-their-ass mentality than the Minnesota Vikings. It's it's insane how nuts it is. If you're a fan of that team, I, I totally 1,000% get it. I, I was a fan for a long time, and due to certain circumstances, I switched teams. I couldn't do it anymore. I was done, and I'm, sti- I'm sticking to it. There are some people that, you know, the Fairweather fan that might leave, become a Raiders fan. Sometimes a guy will come back and be like, well, you know, I was just a little angry there for a while, but now the team's good again. I'm not jumping back on that bandwagon. I made my decision. This is the bet I made. I shall sleep in it. Even when our team is sucking balls, except for yesterday, we don't need to get. I don't need to gloat. Don't need to get into it. We beat a hell of a Dallas Cowboys team. It's like about halfway through that game, and it was almost like, you know what? I think we're done. I think we're done here for the rest of the year. I don't need to sit down and watch another Packers game. After they gave up, middle of the game, they fumbled the ball and then gave up points on that fumble, and I was like, that's it. We're done. Somebody just crack a beer. We might as well just turn on another game. I don't need to sit and watch the rest of this. This is garbage. This is it lame. What an awful, awful time. Uh, Sally, I predicted that ending with an interception. Yeah, oh my God. Watching all that unfold yesterday, too, was just, that was insane how watching that game yesterday, when they were on like the one-yard line, fourth down, didn't get in, and everybody went, oh, that's the end of the game. That's it. They're done. I was like, you, they got a, there is a golden horseshoe up their ass. I like to say, Lou Holtz, the amazing former University of Minnesota, University of Notre Dame head football coach, Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz once said he was so lucky he was born with a horseshoe up his ass. And I would like to think I'm so lucky that up my ass, I was born with Lou Holtz. And that is what I feel like the Minnesota Vikings are right now. They are they have Lou Holtz up their ass. The only thing that... I, and listen, at some point, it would be great if the state of Minnesota could bring home a championship just to get this, uh, get to get that chip off their shoulder, you know, just so they can like put it to rest that you finally got one in the cabinet, you know. But it is fun to see how high up the mountain they can go before it all crashes down. My uncle proudly wears a Minnesota Vikings shirt that says, we almost always almost win. And that is the most (laughs) accurate depiction of a football team I think I have ever heard. Hi, Kimberly. What's up, everybody? MJ, what's up, BJ? How are you, bud? Yeah, so yesterday, crazy-ass day of football to watch. Insanity. So much fun. It was great. 
sat down, had pizza, we ate shitty food, we drank tons of beers. It's exactly how it should be done. Let's do a couple of live dates real quick since I got you guys here. Uh, if you're going to be around tonight, I'm going to be at the uh, Monday Night Comedy Show, Northeast Minneapolis. That's going to be in Spring Street Tavern. It's a hell of a time, man. I can't wait. Uh, that's tonight. And then I'm also going to be there two Mondays from now. December 3rd, Austin, Texas. December 10th, I'm back at Spring Street. Uh, Spring, Spring Street? No. Spring Street for the, uh, the Dirty Show. That's going to be fun, man. Can't wait for that one. And, um, yeah, a bunch of other dates are happening right now. So if you want, go check out rudypovich.com. I don't know if I've updated my website recently. I'm still trying to find somebody to overhaul that thing. Uh, Sally, this is payback for the shitty plays they made during the late 90s season. Gary Anderson missing the winning point and missing his kick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I thought about Gary Anderson yesterday for a while. Blair Walsh, all those times, those amazing moments, about ready to drive off into the sunset on your way to the Super Bowl and then... Miss a 27-yard field goal, going wide left. Gary Anderson missing against the Falcons. Oh, I remember watching that game. Oh, yeah. I was at that game when Michael Vick ran that, like, (laughs) 73-yard. It was supposed to be like an option play, and he just basically strolled down the field. I was at that game. Oh, yeah. And that's why I couldn't do it anymore. Watching that team get almost to the end every single time and botching it somehow, watching it over and over and over again. I was like, I'm done. And I know that there's people that threaten. They're like, you know those assholes that are like, if George Bush gets elected, I'm moving to Canada. That's it for me. I'm moving. And then Bush gets elected and you're like, all right, well, when are you guys leaving? You taking? Th- hey, man, put your money where your mouth is. I thought you guys were jumping ship. You guys are leaving town, ain't you? I thought you were. When I said I'm leaving the Minnesota Vikings, I meant it. I'm I'm not on their side anymore. I I'm done. Would I like to see them win a Super Bowl? Would I like to see my friends happy? Absolutely. I'm not a prick. I would love to see all of my Vikings friends lose their minds that the Vikings finally won a Super Bowl. I have a hard time believing it will be in my lifetime. I really do. I'm halfway through it already. <laughs> it's been nothing but gripes and complaints and failures. I'm totally on the side of thinking it's just not going to happen there is something about it man you like you and this is not the longest drought in sports history for a championship there's many more that have gone many years longer so i am for how much i i i love the state of minnesota and its constituents and the people that are here and all the art and culture that we have and the nature I'm just not a firm believer that that football team will ever do anything else besides break people's hearts. That's it. You guys, listen, I know you guys are going to come at me. And when they win a Super Bowl, I pray to God that you come at me with all the vitriol and ire that you have. But <laughs> I'm just saying, I we all know how this ends. People develop patterns. And that's the other thing. Once you kind of get into it, you, you, you're putting it out there. As we've said, not a big believer in the universe. The universe brought it to me. Now, the universe didn't do shit for you. You brought it to you. Remember that. But when you start putting out there, you're putting out, you know, you're putting out a, a signal. Just like a radio tower, you put out a signal. And when you constantly are the one who is getting down to that goal line and you're fumbling the ball 
What is it that you're putting out into the world? We're going to get to that goal line and we're going to fumble it. And when people think that, when that's all people do is just go, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't. Like when they tell you, um, when you quit drinking, one of the things that any sort of drug and alcohol counselor will tell you is, do not tell yourself, I'm not going to drink. 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 You know what's going to happen? You're going to drink. Why? Because you're putting it in your mind that you are going to drink and you're trying not to do it. What you need to do is reverse the words and say, I'm going to be sober. I'm going to stay sober. I will be sober. Today I am sober. You keep telling yourself that. That is a much easier mantra to handle than if you were going to say, today I will not drink. I'm not going to drink. It's much different. <sighs> Kimberly, the universe didn't do shit for you. Yeah, yeah, the universe it didn't do shit, okay? It is ever-expanding, and you are a very, very tiny molecule inside this vast universe. It didn't do shit for you, okay? The one thing it did for me brought me all the way to Michigan uh, for a fantastic show with my good friend Frank Roach. We got a couple of shows coming up. We're in uh, North Dakota in Dickinson, North Dakota, I think. We're doing some brewery there here in a couple of weeks. Seven hours one way, man. Those are long-ass drives, especially through Dakotas. Oh, North or south. God damn it, man. Um... Hey, when you have Jefferson versus Dig yesterday, that was some greatness to watch. Oh, my God, man. Between those two? Oh. Yeah, that Justin Jefferson. He's going to win a Super Bowl. I I doubt it's going to be with, with Minnesota. But he's definitely going to. I mean, he is good enough. That catch yesterday? That I mean, I saw that played on just like regular news. That wasn't even, you know, that wasn't even a, a, a situation where they were like, it was just a sports center. No, no, no. That catch transcended that was greatness if that doesn't win an SB this year come on you guys it was amazing one of the best catches in the, in the history of the nfl if you didn't see it go back find it look it up uh but i ended up leaving uh, the show as soon as we were done i'm not a guy to stay out late anymore i've told you guys like my late night drinking staying up too late partying all that it's a fun time i just can't do it we left the show it was 11 o'clock. We fired it up. We got done off the stage. I left. I'm like, I'm going back to the hotel. I went back. And for everybody, I wanted to sit down and watch all of Chappelle just because when I had seen him at the Varsity Theater, like it was just so magnificent. I'm like, mm. I want to watch all of SNL just because it was such a big deal. I want to watch it in its entirety. I want to come back on Sunday and at some point when I'm laying in bed, just watch it. And I ended up going back to the hotel room and... The hour difference, I didn't. It screwed me up because I'm looking at my watch, going, "Oh man, it's already 11:30." It wasn't. It was only 10:30. So by the time I got back to the hotel room, we were on like the opposite side of the time zone change, which is so fucked up and weird, anyways. But when Dave Chappelle walked out, man, it was like, I love the fact that they've sort of groomed us that every single election. Just be watching. Tuesday is Tuesday is voting day. Saturday is Dave Chappelle over on uh, SNL, man. And Dave Chappelle, dude, just brought it. Before I start tonight, I just wanted to read a brief statement that I prepared. <laughs> I denounce anti-Semitism in all its forms. <laughs> and I stand with my friends in the Jewish community. And that, Kanye... 
is how you buy yourself some time. <laughs> a year ago, I'd seen him on a podcast called Drink Champs. It was an amazing appearance. Uh, Noriega and them were there, the rappers that I love, and they all had their gold chains and stuff on. Kanye said, only millionaires wear chains. They said, what? He said, I'm a billionaire. Billionaires don't wear their money on their body. I took my chain and I said, oh, snap. <laughs> Nobody listens to me. When I tell these jokes, you ignore me. My first Netflix special, what did I say? I said, I don't want a sneaker deal because the minute I say something that makes those people mad, they're going to take my sneakers away. And the whole crowd's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> when I see Kanye walking around L.A. barefoot with his chain out. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's the best. You know, I had gone back. I've been watching all of the old episodes of A&E's Evening at the Improv, which if you didn't hear over the weekend, on the way to the show, myself and Frank Roach are in the car. And for whatever reason, I had just heard a Bill Maher story about Bud Friedman and how when, Br- uh, when Bud was going through his divorce, he was in New York and half of his clubs he had to give to his ex-wife. And his ex-wife said, listen, here's the deal. You are not allowed to build another improv within 100 miles of any of my improvs. And he said, no problem. She had one in New York. He went down to Jersey, opened up an improv. After it opened, like three weeks after it was open, she caught wind of it, got in the car, hit the odometer at the front door of her improv, drove to his improv. It came up like 98.3 miles, and they made him shut it down. What? <laughs> Crazy story. But uh, Bud Friedman passing away over the weekend. We were talking about it, and then we saw it on uh, we saw it on the news on Saturday night after the show, having a few drinks. And I've been going back and rewatching all of the old A and E's A and E's evening at the Improvs. Reason being is because in fifth grade, I won the talent show by stealing a set that I had seen on A&E's Evening at the Improv. I was like 10 years old, and I was doing material about Desert Storm. I didn't even know what Desert Storm was. I was like, that guy's funny. I'm just going to take his shit and then do it. <laughs> and when I won, the uh, our principal, Rita Perry, walked up and said, um, Mr. Povich, you were very funny. However, I really question where you got your material. And I'm like, this bitch watches A&E's Evening at the Improv too. But... Anyway, uh, I've been going back and rewatching it, and every now and again, you find a gem. Like, somebody who's on the map now that wasn't when they did that show, like, they have Doug Stanhope on, and Stanhope has a mullet. This is no shit. Doug, Doug Stanhope. Fucking, probably one of the most prolific and gifted comics of our time. Had, he looked like the lead singer of Warrant. That fucking mullet was down to his ass. He almost looked like that weird sort of white-haired, have you ever seen Masters of the Universe with Dolph Lundgren? He kind of had like the nose, there was like a white-haired dude, I don't even know who it was, and I was a big He-Man guy. But Doug Stanhope kind of looked like that, but they had Chappelle on, like right when Chappelle was starting to, you know, really start to break. This was a few years, like kind of before Robin Hood, Men in Tights. And some of the material he's doing, he's crushing and I'm, as you're watching it, you're like, he would never do any of that material now. He did a joke about like Batman going to the wrong neighborhoods and how at some point after they 
you know, thwart some crime. They come back and he's like, Robin, didn't we park the Batmobile right here? (laughs) Dude, so funny. Uh, Getting into the Christmas season. Somebody had sent this to me the other day because I have been asking my daughter, who is homesick today from school, I've been asking my daughter now for a while, you know, you got to figure out what the next phase of life is going to be because you're not doing gymnastics anymore. So are, are, are you going to be, are you going to do sports? Do you want to draw? You want to, you know, is theater your realm? Maybe music. Maybe you should play an instrument. She's like, no, no, no. But I'm trying to push her down the route, at least of doing something. You know, just because he ain't out there like throwing spinning heel kicks and MMA doesn't mean you can't be active in something. And I've been trying to get her to do some band, like maybe pick up an instrument. Just give it six months. If you don't like it, put it down. Fine. Whatever. But I can't. Somebody sent this to me the other day and they said, uh, hopefully uh, when Kinley picks up the saxophone, (laughs) this will not be her rendition of Jingle Bells. Okay, so you're hearing it, you're like, that's not bad. Just a little solo, kid with a trumpet, doing okay. But what about when the rest of the ensemble kicks in? I love it. And I love the enthusiasm on all the parents' faces, man. I love it. I love how they are so into the fact that their kids suck so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck, I can't stop. I- I've watched that video like six times because those kids are trying their asses off and they are failing miserably at it. And their parents, it's almost like they just put on you know the ear cancel or the noise canceling earphones and they're like no fuck it dude we're out oh god it's so funny and i love that their parents are just so into it man like their little angels are up there just like you know singing to the heavens and it is it's crazy to think man like i think we talk about sometimes like there was one time at a um uh at a like a uh I don't you want to call it like a music recital, I guess, for this um, this company that was like, you know, they, they gave like music lessons and voice lessons. And I had done some work for them and they were like trying to, you know, they were teaching me to play guitar and shit. And I was at one and there was a girl who got up on stage and she she sang and she sucked. There's no way to go around it. She was bad. And, and her mom, when she got off the stage, when everyone was like, that was so good. That was amazing. Her mom was like, are you kidding? What am I paying good money for? That's what you get. Well, you've been coming here now for three years. That was as good. And the people were like, what a bitch. And I'm like, no, mom wants a return on investment. Mom's shelling out all this dough, but you guys ain't giving her shit back. I'm like, I, dude, you got to be able to like, hey, man, 
if Tesla ain't making bucks, investors are going to start pulling money and asking where their cash is. So I get it. I get it. Uh, Olina, is this the first time they have ever seen the music or heard this song? Because that was awful. Is it? Dude, it's so funny. How that... I can't believe that was the first time I'd ever seen that video. I think it came out like three or four years ago. Holy shit. I hope one of those kids went on to win a Grammy. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> oh, my God. All right, you guys. Well, uh, go to rudypovich.com. Check it out. I got some dates coming up here. I'll get everything reloaded and updated. December 10th is probably going to be the big one. That's going to be a fantastic time. Can't wait. The Dirty Show in uh, Northeast Minneapolis. They pack them in miles around, so make sure you get tickets early. Uh, What's up, Brian? Good to see you. You guys have yourselves an excellent day. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, and every single morning, 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Have yourselves an awesome day. We'll catch you guys later, and thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.